shows every Sunday. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I'd like to thank you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, I'd like for you to go ahead and give that person a crisp high five. But I know you want to be socially conscious and they got Delta variants, you know, more variants than Loki right about now running around here of the coronavirus. And uh, you want to be safe. So instead of reaching out physically and slapping skins with somebody, go ahead and pick up your social media app of choice and send a well-crafted DM to that person telling them thank you for recommending you to me. Speaking of social media, you can find the Random Rounds with Rob on various social media platforms to include Twitter at 3R Show, Instagram at The 3R Show. Uh, you can find video interviews on YouTube by searching 3R Show. You can find video content like of the gaming variety on Facebook Gaming at uh, facebook.com forward slash 3R Show. And Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash 3 show. You got two different platforms to choose from. And DLive and all kind of other places. But for any social media platform that I forgot to mention or you don't hear one that you frequent, you could probably find that information on randomrob.com. Randomrob.com. You can find many different ways to help support the podcast uh, by buying merchandise and other things of that nature, Amazon links, all that stuff is contained within the walls of randomrob.com. And I'd like to give a shout out to Glenn of the Random Show or something to that effect. I know he had a branding change not too long ago, but he bought a shirt the other day. So I appreciate that. Those funds will be reincorporated and distributed into Random Works LLC. And it'll benefit this podcast in some type of way. So I appreciate you, Glenn, for going to randomrob.com and getting you some of that random merchandise. While you're on randomrob.com, you can find out about our sponsor for the show for always and forever more until we have a falling out and I had to fly to Utah and kick somebody in the nuts. But hooks, rubs, and spices. They've been rocking with your boy forever. They've been rocking with me for so long that they didn't have merchandise at the time when they started rocking with your boy. So I had to hand make and craft my own Hooks, Rubs, and Spices merchandise so I can show my support for them and them of me. <laughs> so go to hooksrub.com and you can get all manner of seasonings and spices and hooks and rubs <laughs> for your foods. You can put it on anything, baby. So go to hooksrub.com and you can get 15% off your order if you use the promo code RANDOM. You like how that worked, right? Yeah, so here we are on another Sunday afternoon because I choose sleep and other shenanigans over uh, you know, recording these solo episodes. So when I get off work in the morning, I don't come straight to the lab and start recording this shit on Sunday. I go straight to the bed. And I go to sleep. And whenever I wake up, I do my quarantine 
ish workout, my prison workout in my closet. And then I prepare for work and everything. So shout out to everybody who put those comments up on Instagram at the three R show about my current physical appearance. It's all quarantine workout, baby. It's just, I got some dumbbells and I do push-ups and I do a little bit of abs because, you know, got the dad bob going. You got dad bod going. Got my little, my, my keg brewing and percolating down here around my midsection area. So I'm trying to cultivate that mass <laughs> and keep it uh, brewing and everything. But I do, I do a couple crunches here and there. But I want to keep that dad bod intact. But yeah, man, I've just been doing maintenance pretty much every day. I do some type of workout. I freaking, um, I'll either do max set of push-ups, one set, and then I'll go in my closet gym where I keep my weights, and I'll do uh, dumbbell curls and presses and all that stuff for a couple of reps until I feel like I I don't want to do it no more. And then I'll follow it up with a nice frothy protein shake. So that's how I've just been maintaining every single day. I do some form of exercise. And even if I don't feel like doing it, I mean, I'll at least do one set of dumbbell curls or one set of push-ups, you know, max effort on the push-ups. And then um, I'll go about my day. But I'm just trying to keep a balance and everything. I think next week I'm going to ramp up my efforts and everything just because, because I want to. Right now I'm sitting at about, 200 pounds usually you know when i'm not in the mind frame of maintaining and doing healthy weight stuff i hover around low uh 180s high 170s that's why i normally sit i'm six feet tall so you can do the mental imagery on that or you can just go back through um old instagram posts and all that stuff and you can see you know, probably my average weight, Instagram at the 3R show, which I know I haven't been posting too much of nothing on there lately, uh, but I know my stories is popping though, because I've just been sharing a whole bunch of random shenanigans and all kinds of other stuff in those uh, wee hours of the morning, because you boy working all kinds of crazy hours. So usually when y'all sleeping or out in the world partying in the late night, uh, I'm at work doing work shit so that's what that is and um i know it almost sounds like a complaint it is and it isn't because i am uh enjoying this money that i am making working these odd hours and these extra hours and everything because it's helping me oh shit i dropped something i dropped my cap now i gotta kill this whole bottle of water i can't find my cap god damn it but I've been able to provide and do extra things for my family because of it. And I cannot be mad at that. Hold on. Let me drink this water. I'm mad I dropped my goddamn cap. Can't see. I'm in the dark. But anyway. Yeah. You know, these, these episodes, these solo episodes and everything, it's not from, uh, I guess, a lack of, you know, interest in people wanting to come on the show and stuff like that is just, I don't feel like 
fucking around <laughs> and trying to schedule all this shit, knowing that my schedule, you know, is chaotic. And, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's been things that I've had in the works that I've had to cancel because of work and just my overall well-being, thinking about myself and my sleep and my mental well-being, which seems to be a topic of, you know, disdain right now, uh, hate and discontent of somebody valuing themselves, the, the, the mental health and physical well-being and people get upset about that I don't, I don't understand it I just don't get the idea of someone being mad at you because you're doing something to help and heal and better yourself so obviously you know I'm hitting that uh, big topic that's going on right now with uh, Simone Biles, she don't feel right. She doesn't feel physically and mentally capable of performing at, you know, her best, her highest. So she withdrew from singles and group competition in the Olympics, you know, because of that fact. And people are mad. So, I mean, I get it. When you are an, are an athlete of that caliber and you participate in these world games, you know, you have a responsibility, you know, to your country that you pledge your skills toward. But I don't know. What's the benefit of the Olympics other than, you know, it financially for that season benefits whatever country is held in? You know, it builds revenue. It creates jobs. I mean, I understand that. But what is the overall goal and purpose of the Olympics? Bragging rights? I mean, I see bragging rights every year on WWE TV. You know, SummerSlam. I mean, not SummerSlam, uh, Survivor Series. You know, brand versus brand, you know. <laughs> and they don't get nothing for that. The Olympics is the same way. It's just like, all right. All of our best athletes and competitors come together and they see who can beat who. I mean, it benefits. I feel like it benefits that athlete more than it benefits all of us as a whole because we're not getting paid for the U.S. team winning events and all kind of shit like that. So, frankly, I personally don't give a fuck about the Olympics. I haven't watched not now one bit of the goddamn Olympics in a long ass time other than bloopers or some crazy miraculous shit that Simone Biles has been doing. And I can see that at my leisure on Twitter and any other place that posts clips and information pertaining to the subject. I don't watch the fucking Olympics. I don't give a damn. I don't give a good goddamn Shit. I haven't given a damn about the Olympics since uh, Dominique Dawkins. Her fine ass was in there doing gymnastics. That was, I think that was the last time I really cared to look at the Olympics. Or um, when Jordan and them, Dream Team. That was the last time I actually gave a shit about the Olympics. That's when I was, I think, at the height of my 
sports fandom to where I I just I was into basketball. I just I enjoyed watching it, the game being played, playing the game. But that was the last time, and that was a long time ago. I don't even remember how old I was. I was old enough to know what was what, but I don't know. It's all Jordan's fault. When he retired those two times, I just stopped loving the game. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, I just don't care about that shit. And the fact that people got mad at a person for, you know, mitigating the risk, seeing that they could, you know, cost the team and themselves, you know, victories and cause themselves mental and bodily harm. A term that I never th- thought I'd hear or never heard or thought that was made up when I heard it the fucking twisties. Simone Biles has a thing called the twisties. And that sounds like something that a toddler will make up. Or something that you say when a kid falls over. Oh, look, she dizzy. She got the twisties. To where your brain and you, you just don't know where the fuck you are in rotation and flipping and shit. And that sounds scary. You've seen the crazy feats of athleticism that this girl can do and just to think that her shit is, her medulla oligala is fucked up <laughs> you can be in midair in a twist in a gainer or some whatever form of you know gymna- gymnastics that you can do and then your body and brain is just like uh, which way we going cuz you going this way and we going that way I don't know where the f- what, fuck it just Hit the hit the pause button on everything and just flop down to the earth and <laughs> goddamn injure or cure yourself. It's fucking crazy. Goddamn twisties. And I think I enjoyed those things more, you know, in, in the terms of sports and the things that I enjoyed as a younger human being is because we didn't have the social media aspect of everything. We don't have all these dumbasses and know-it-alls uh, thoughts and opinions on everything. And that was I guess better. Because <laughs> I don't know. How how would the world be edgewise? Now, well, we know cable TV and all these other programmers would st- still be king and we wouldn't have all these streaming platforms and all that stuff I don't know I don't know how much social media influences those platforms I I take that back but you know without Twitter and Facebook and all these other platforms I don't know I think we might be better off but at the same time we couldn't expose certain people as well because sometimes the people that need to be exposed will slip the fuck up, right? They'll say something they think is cool, and in actuality, it ain't cool. I mean, I can't bring up uh, a specific example, but let's just say, uh, you know, somebody thought the Confederate flag was the coolest thing on earth or some shit, and it should be the nation's flag and all kind of stuff. People say shit like that on the internet and think it's normal and 
are they right? <laughs> and the other people be like, ooh, damn. I ain't know it was like that, player. It's fine. It's like almost like finding out that your favorite celebrity is, you know, I don't know, just against something that should be socially acceptable. You know, one of your favorite celebrities is against homosexuality. Ugh. You hate to see it, right? So your favorite celebrity has something against someone else's lifestyle or you know just a group of people's lifestyle that would that can be kind of damaging right personally once again drink some more water be rob don't give a shit what you do me personally i don't give a fuck about too many of your lifestyle choices as long as you're not fucking up somebody else's shit <laughs> if you want to be a meth head do it in the confines of your own you know space as long as you ain't hurting nobody else which you probably are meth is a was a bad example <laughs> but uh yeah because i mean if if somebody cares about you and you doing meth you are hurting somebody other than yourself physically and mentally to some aspect but yeah, don't do meth. Meth is bad. It's <laughs> a bad example. But if, all right, if you like hang gliding, sure. I mean, that's your passion. That's your dream. That's what you want to do with your life. But you got some other motherfucker over here talking about, oh, it's dangerous. It doesn't help the economy. You stupid motherfucker. Ah! You and that person are going to be at odd ends. And I don't understand why you and that person have to be at odd ends. You can disagree on shit and still be cool right like here we go with the wrestling things I don't like Finn Balor but everybody loves him I I see the value in having him in your company or on your brand and on your television I get that he will draw you money he is popular he can sell merchandise I get that totally agree with anybody who will say those things but me personally I don't like him as a performer. I mean, he just doesn't do it for me. Go to New Japan. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, one of the greatest New Japan professional wrestlers probably ever to do it next to Tanahashi. And I I just don't like him. I mean, I'm not saying that he's a bad person or anything like that. I just, I mean, as a professional wrestling performer, he's not one of my favorites I am not you know diminishing all his accomplishments and the value that he brings to professional wrestling because if you put him on anybody's card anybody's brand anybody's roster him off in Balor that roster that value of that company or whatever you know you attach them to goes up I can acknowledge that I will acknowledge them (laughs) it's just I don't like them. If I was building a roster of people that I would want in my promotion, you know, if somebody gave me money and the reins to run things, I would definitely have those people on my roster because I know they would generate capital for me and my brand. But if if it's just like, 
I'm going to put these wrestlers against these wrestlers in a hypothetical fantasy bout. I'm probably not going to pick those two people. It's just a matter of preference. So for somebody to be mad at me and threaten me and my family's livelihood because I don't like something, that's wild to me. That's fucking crazy. And I mean, man, what else can I influence if you have that much, you know, if you if you take that much effort to relate to me that I'm wrong and that this is this and this and this, how how can I turn this to my advantage? So you got spin doctors out there. You got people that say shit just because they know this fact that you can say some wild shit on the internet and you know generate that those analytics, get those goddamn clickbait clicks. And, you know, just the interactions, get your freaking uh, your interaction count up on all your social media platforms and all that stuff. People know how to push them buttons and they do it on purpose. And I don't get that sometimes. All the positive you can do in the world, you choose chaos. I don't fucking get it. This water is delicious because I have to drink it. <laughs> so, I don't know. We live in, in some strange ass times. And uh, my generation is the cause for some of it, maybe. And there's also been the freaking... Um, I, I, I can't find the words. The... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking just then. And plus, I was looking at my phone, being very unprofessional while I'm recording this. We're the cause for some of the hate and discontent. And we're also at the forefront of trying to stop this shit from happening. At the same time, I don't know. We, we, we always pitted against each other, ourselves, just as a humanity. So, yeah, I don't know. Another thing that got my attention over the past couple of days, well, shit, within the past 24 hours, they had a thing called Blurred Con. So it's all black, like a convention, you know, catered to the black nerd, you know. And here we go. Just a personal opinion. A nerd is a nerd. If you're black, white, yellow, green, or whatever. Do I sound like one of those all lives matter guys right now? You know, the term nerd. I don't even think that should be a thing. I mean, you like what you like. There shouldn't be a label for what you like. I mean, I don't know. And then I'm going to backtrack over my statement as well because I guess... You know, as a fandom, you have these designators and identifiers or whatever. Because if you what if you like Star Trek, you're a Trekkie. If you're, uh, if you, I don't know, things like that. Because I can't think a whole 
bunch of them because I, I don't guess deal with the labels so much. But if you are immersely engaged in the love of comic books or anything to that fact, it makes you a nerd. And then you have to have a sect of nerdum that's for black people and everybody else has their own sect or whatever. I mean, I don't even know the nerd culture or whatever. I <laughs> I knew it as a kid growing up, a nerd was somebody that was extremely smart. And I don't know why you would shun a smart person. I would want to try to befriend a smart person because that'd be the type of person that you want to have in your corner to help you. So, I don't know. I just don't understand a lot of shit. But, anyway. I understand that we as black people have been excluded from many things for decades, eons. <laughs> a long, 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 long time. So we have the need to create our own lane when we don't have the opportunities afforded to us. And I thoroughly understand that. We need more of us at the forefront. And it's almost what I guess is tradition now. Because you got Bike Week in Myrtle Beach. And then you got Black Bike Week. That only exists because we weren't allowed <laughs> at regular Bike Week. You know? And it's all about representation too, I guess. I don't know. I guess I, I really don't know how I feel about this shit. It's like for the life of me is just we need more of us in prominent places and everything. But at the same time, it's just like, I don't know. It's hard to explain, you know, because I'm speaking for me personally. Is, you know, it's, I don't know, in some aspects of it, whatever, it almost seems like people are banking on that. You know, I don't. Sometimes it seems like a Ponzi scheme to me. Like, all right, we slap black on it, and you know, scheme and whatnot. But even at the same time, just the other day, my wife, you know, I mean, it, she. This was a while back. She bought a coach bag, and I was just like, you know, I got this thing for bags, man. I don't know what it is. I just I like bags. You know, and I, I don't buy a lot of them because I know if I go down that rabbit hole, I'm a freaking, you know, it's going to be hard for me to climb out. So she bought a coach bag, a little small joint or whatever. We took it on a trip most recently. I was like, this is a nice bag. Well put together, solid materials and whatnot. And I was just like, man, you know what? We, we making all this extra money now, doing all this extra work. I mean, let me see what the hype is about. Because I'll, I'll try just about anything once. You know, I don't see the value in spending a lot of money on certain items. Because, I mean, I can just go to Walmart and get a bag, right? But let's let's logically think about that thing. I mean, a lot of things, depending, you, you buy from Walmart, don't really last that long. So I was just like, well, let me see the difference between buying a bag from Walmart and a bag from, you know, 
a, a big name brand joint. So I ordered a Mark Coors backpack. A Michael Kors backpack. I said Mark Kors. Who's Mark? That's the bootleg man on the corner. <laughs> but I bought a Michael Kors backpack. You know, I got a trip coming up and I was going to use it on the trip. So I seen this thing. It was on sale. I wasn't going to go highbrow on this bitch and be like, y'all, give me the most expensive bag for my research. I was like, nah, this bitch was on sale and it was marked down for the low low, you know. So found me a nice size backpack, you know, something to fit my iPad in and maybe, you know, two, three days worth of clothes and some toiletries in that bitch, you know, something, something I can get in and off the plane with no problem. So I bought me a Michael Kors backpack. Real nice looking. And, you know, I, I like it. And then I was just like, who makes this goddamn backpack? You know, because we just not too long ago, we had an issue with Gucci or whatever. And then um was another one of them places. Another one of them fancy fashion motherfuckers made a boo-boo on social media. And we was all up in arms. So I know I didn't want to buy no Gucci shit. And I I don't know. So I kind of looked into it. And the freaking founder got down Carl Anderson Jr. The whitest of white names. <laughs> you know, New Yorker. You know, founder of the company and everything. And I was like, man. Who who making black bags? You know? What what do we got a black, you know, entrepreneur out there making bags and everything? Beyonce just uh was captured by paparazzi rocking a bag by a black company. And I went to that website and the name escapes me right now, and them bitches was sold out. But they didn't make men bags, you know, so I was just like, Well, huh, can't support that thing and then I looked at the Michael Kors thing a little more you know he got a line of a shit with collaboration with Michelle Obama so I was like huh I guess that's black by proxy right (laughs) so bought me this bag I like it it's cool but I kind of felt guilty afterwards I was like man I should have brought me a, a black bag and I don't know it just it didn't hit me till after I done spent the money, and I was just like, "Who who can I can I buy from?" You know, because my wife has been doing that a lot more lately, supporting black owned companies or people of color. And I was just like, you know, maybe I should follow suit. You know, the wife is the trendsetter in my house. Obviously, from that story, you can tell like she bought a nice bag. So I was like, uh, you know, maybe I should buy me a nice bag. You know, I kind of follow her lead on certain things and everything. So if you know any black brands that I can support or I should look into to try to support, let me know. Let me know. Send me a voicemail 304 825 5762. I know I done rambled my ass in the circle. I don't know. I don't even know what the hell I was talking about. I just feel a certain type of way about, you know, labels. I don't know. Does everything need to be labeled? Does everything need to have its own subculture and sect and everything? Why can't we just like what we like and just we 
be one as in our love for this thing. <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. Because uh, I know people who are creative and who are of color who make things. Matter of fact, we just had uh, Danielle Smith on here a couple months back. She got her own bag company. Uh, sound bag, you know, without the D. Take the D off for savings. And she used, makes her own bags and everything. And I wanted to buy one of those, but it didn't fit my particular need. But at the same time, I still wanted to support. And then here we go again. Stacks of bags. You know, I'm be bagging it up. So that's kind of a, a dilemma as well, because I want to show support toward her and her efforts. But I got all these goddamn bags and that particular bag don't really fit my needs. You know, maybe I can do some stickers or a donation or something. I mean, to support the cause. You know, hooks, rubs, and spices. Black man from my home state. His, you know, family ties to Louisiana and Texas and everything. So, you know, got to rock with them. And then they make some good ass seasoning. So, <laughs> and then uh, who else I know? Uh, Richardson. Goddamn, what is it? Goddamn, I keep getting it mixed up. James or Jason. He did his own freaking uh, convention, the J1 Con. And he's just a, a black man. Uh, I think got some Jamaican ties and whatnot. And uh, he created his own convention. And, you know, he has his own video card game, video game, uh, probably coming. But he got his own card game, tabletop game that's doing um, well right now. Crowdfunded and backed. He got merchandise. And everything uh VT Heroes. You can uh, find out more about that on uh Instagram. Look for uh VT Heroes. I think he has a website. Uh let me look it up in real time. Well, just go to the freaking um Instagram. You can find the link tree and they got all the stuff on there. But he created his own ecosystem surrounded by what he enjoys and likes and that's creating things video games content all that stuff and you know if i mean he's a black man and i want to support what he's doing i mean even talking about him right now and plugging his stuff that's support for anybody who's thinking you know of ways to help and not spending money <laughs> but getting the word out. That's another show of support, I guess. And you know, the sound bag thing, you know, I'm, I'm, if you, if go to the website, they got links in the description for both of these. I, I had, since I put them out there and everything and go check out what they got. Retweet freaking uh, like on freaking Instagram follow do all that stuff because that's another form of support as well so yay i don't know i'm just in a weird headspace about a lot of this stuff it's just like i ultimately my thing is how the fuck you gonna be mad at somebody 
for wanting to take care of themselves. And why the fuck you going to be mad at somebody for a difference of opinion or something that they like or dislike? How does that person's lifestyle affect your bottom line? It's what it really comes down to. Ain't shit about anybody being gay got shit to do with me. It does not hurt my feelings. You know, hell, my brother's gay. I got a gay brother. Shit. I got damn. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Cause what he do don't affect me. <laughs> you know, he ain't hurting himself or anybody. You know? It's just his preference. How does that hurt anybody? Liking certain things. How does that hurt anybody? I just don't fucking understand it. Why is there so much hate and discontent for people making the right decisions for them and their families and for people liking certain shit? I don't get it. Anyway, if y'all want to weigh in on these solo episodes, y'all want to be a part of the shenanigans in any form of faction. We don't have to talk about what I've been talking about today or rambling about today because it's been very incoherent. I just say what comes to brain and spit it out there. I don't know. You can agree or disagree with me, but we need to do it in a civil fashion. But if you want to be a part of these solo episodes that's coming up, uh, hit me up. 304-825-5762. You can leave a voicemail. And I'll play it on the show and kind of riff off of what you give me. We gonna you you give me the content and I freestyle, baby. It's going down. Um, also, you can contact me on social media, on Twitter at three R Show, Instagram at the three R Show. I'm down to collab if you fit in my time frame or whatever. So if you need a guest or you just need some uh, feedback on some stuff, somebody to help you out, hit me up. I just gave you my social media. I gave you my voicemail line. Hell, if you want to email me some stuff, you got some shit you want to say in the long form, you know, that you got to kind of typey type a little bit, think about it, step back, typey type a little bit, think about it, step back. Uh, you can send some emails to random robcast at outlook.com. That's random R O B C A S T at outlook.com. Shoot me some uh, freaking emails, voicemails, DMs. You can make it a public forum on my social media. So I already plugged those. Hell, if you want to, if you can fit into my schedule, like I said, DM me or whatever. We can get you on the show. We can just talk. I mean, you might wind up booking yourself into a guest spot. You know, all comers are, are welcome. The door is always open for you to come talk your shit and everything. We can have a civil conversation. We can agree to disagree. We can agree to agree and all those things. Surprise, motherfucker. But anyway, I appreciate y'all for hanging in there with me. Appreciate you for listening. And I'll see you next time. Hello, everybody.
everybody, this is Hoppy. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm over here cooking dinner with hooks, rubs, and spices. Uh, B-Rob turned me on to this stuff, and i tell you what, it's great. It's a homemade blend of the finest ingredients sourced from Texas gardens, farmers, and markets. And it's some good shit. i tell you what, try the smoking sweetness, or you can try Hoppy's favorite, the Mad Cow, which is a nice peppery slap in the face. <laughs> One taste, and you'll be hooked. Hooks, rubs, and spices.